I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sheris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Monday, November 6th. Here are today's headlines. Former President Donald Trump was in court in New York City today. For the first time in a long time, Trump took to the stand and was questioned about his assets. In fact, the whole case centers around Trump's assets and his net worth. New York City Attorney General Letitia James brought charges against former President Trump, claiming that Trump said his assets were worth more than they are for the purposes of financial gains. Now, Trump and his two adult sons are in the middle of a $250 million civil fraud trial. During his testimony in court today, the former president was critical of the judge presiding over the case and of James. Trump called the whole trial a political witch hunt and said James should be ashamed of herself. Trump also took aim at Manhattan Supreme Court Judge Arthur Engor, who was presiding over the trial while sitting right next to him. The former president said, the judge always rules against me, to which the judge responded, that isn't true. Trump also claimed that Engor has called him a fraud. Trump argued that his financial statements had disclaimers, and last week, Trump's sons testified that they relied on the company accountants to provide reliable information in the annual financial statements. As one of Trump's attorneys, Alina Haba, pointed out in a statement to the press during a trial break earlier today, the judge has already found Trump and his sons liable for fraud per Forbes. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. That was what rang true, loud, and could not have been more honest, coming from the judge who was already predetermined that my client committed fraud before we even walked into this courtroom. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. The judge in the case has ordered the cancellation of Trump's New York business certificates. Trump is challenging this order. So then what exactly is the current trial considering? Well, the current trial is examining six other claims alleged by James, which CNN reports include one, falsifying business records, two, conspiring to falsify business records, three, issuing false financial statements, four, conspiring to falsify false financial statements, five, insurance fraud, and six, conspiring to commit insurance fraud. This is an ongoing case, so we'll keep you informed as it continues. Trump did give a double thumbs up when he exited the courtroom during a lunch break this afternoon. Now let's turn to Israel. The Israel Defense Force has zeroed in on northern Gaza. They have isolated northern Gaza and hit the area with heavy airstrikes on Monday. Israel military spokesman Lieutenant Colonel Richard Hecht said the Israeli military has completed its encirclement and has separated Hamas strongholds in the north from the south. The Israeli military is expected to begin its ground push into the area very soon. The Associated Press reports that several hundred thousand people are still estimated to be in northern Gaza. The Israeli military says there is a one-way path still available to citizens who want to flee southern Gaza. Israel's military says it took control of a Hamas compound in an overnight operation and struck more than 450 aerial targets. 
U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has been touring the Middle East in recent days. He was in Jordan and Iraq over the weekend and met with the Turkish foreign minister in Turkey earlier today. Here in D.C., debate is ongoing regarding an Israel aid package. The House passed its package last week, but the Senate has yet to vote on an Israel aid package. The 2024 presidential election is one year away, and the former senior advisor to President Barack Obama, David Axelrod, says President Joe Biden should consider whether to stay in the race. Axelrod wrote a long thread on X on Sunday that included a photo of recent polling from the New York Times and Siena College. The poll shows that Trump leads Biden in a number of key swing states. In Nevada, Trump has a 10-point lead over Biden, a six-point lead in Georgia, five points in Arizona, five points in Michigan, and a four-point lead in Pennsylvania. Axelrod wrote that if Biden continues to run, he will be the nominee in the Democrat Party. What he needs to decide is whether that is wise, whether it's in his best interest or the country's. Axelrod added that the greatest concern is that his biggest liability is the one thing he can't change. Among all the unpredictables, there is one thing that is sure, the age arrow only points in one direction. Biden turns 81 on November 20th. Over the weekend, Rolling Stone published an article targeting the newly elected House Speaker Mike Johnson. The article is titled, Mike Johnson admits he and his son monitor each other's porn intake in resurfaced video. Rolling Stone was referring to a 2022 interview Johnson gave to Cypress Baptist Church in Louisiana. In, in the interview, Johnson explained that he had installed an anti-pornography app on his teen son's phone called Covenant Eyes. Johnson referred to the app as an accountability subscription service. Here's what Speaker Johnson said in the interview Rolling Stone reported on in an arguably misleading way. It scans, you, you obviously opt into it, but it scans every all the activity on your phone or your devices, your laptop, tablet, what have you. We do all of it. And then it sends a report to your accountability partner. So my accountability partner right now is Jack, my son, right? And so he's 17. So he and I get a report of all the things that are on our phones or all of our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you my son has, has got a clean slate. Author Daniel Friedman weighed in on Rolling Stone's reporting of the news on X, writing, the concern over misinformation is usually framed as people getting bogus news from randos on social media. But what doesn't get acknowledged enough is how media outlets that used to be trusted, like Rolling Stone, the LA Times, and NBC News, are now trafficking in propaganda. And finally today, the IRS is auditing the American Accountability Foundation. So why does it matter? Well, the American Accountability Foundation has exposed the radicalism of some of President Biden's nominees to senior administrative posts. In response to their work, Biden did withdraw some of the candidates. The American Accountability Foundation has also published emails showing that Rhode Island Democrat Senator Sheldon Whitehouse has encouraged the IRS to target conservative organizations for extra scrutiny and investigation. The American Accountability Foundation president, Tom Jones, told the Daily Signal he believes the IRS is auditing his organization because it is successful.
You can read Tyler O'Neill's full report on this story in today's show notes. But with that, that is going to do it for today's edition of The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, Rob Bluey is sitting down with Patrick Ruffini to discuss his brand new book, Party of the People, Inside the Multiracial Populist Coalition Remaking the GOP. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for being with us on this Monday. Have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.